We're grateful and thankful that you're here. If you're visiting, we're especially honored to have you with us uh, this morning. We've been looking at Mark, and we're going to continue to be looking through Mark, and so you want to be sure that your Bibles are open to Mark, the 10th chapter and the 46th verse. Uh, when I was in grad school, I worked at a place called Town Village. It was an independent apartment for seniors, and I got the job of being the bus driver. And so that meant when we went to activities, I would drive the bus, or when people had different doctor's appointments, I would also be the one who would drive them to those appointments. On a particular morning, it was my turn to drive. It was my first time to drive him, Jim McNulty. Jim was blind. When I first met Jim, he said, I know this may be a little awkward for you, but I, I want to get to know you, and the way that I do that is by just tracing my hands across your face. And so I closed my eyes, and he kind of ran his fingers along to get the contours of my face because he wanted to know what I looked like. And so we got in the van, and I took him to his doctor's office, and I'd never been there before, and I turned like I was supposed to, left on Poplar, and I was supposed to go down a ways. This was pre-GPS days. And when I was at the intersection driving past, I realized that I should have turned left there, that that's where the doctor's office was. And as I went through the intersection, Jim said, you missed your turn. <laughs> I thought I would be able to trick him, that he would never know that I went the wrong direction, but we got the U-turn and we pulled in the doctor's office and uh, I walked him up to the, his actual doctor's office and as we went down the hallway, uh, we were walking down the hallway and he said, it's just up here on your right. And it was pretty humbling, the fact that a blind person was giving me directions <laughs> on how to get places. But what we're going to find in Mark chapter 10 in our text this morning is the story of a blind man who is going to give us spiritual directions. We will be much better off if we attend to and we heed to this blind man's directions. Before we begin this story, I want to talk about structurally where it fits within Mark's story and Mark's gospel. Mark is broken up into, we could say, three acts or three main parts. The first is the Mark chapter 1 all the way through the latter part of chapter 8, 8, 26, where we have these, these stories of preaching, teachings of Jesus. We have miracles, and all of them are an effort to help us answer the question, who is Jesus? The identity of Jesus is the key focus in that section. Then the second section that begins just after that, Mark 8, 27, that goes through to the end of chapter 10, is about discipleship. If Jesus is the Messiah, what kind of a Messiah is He, and what kind of disciples ought we to be? So we explore the nature of discipleship in the second section. The third section, beginning in chapter 11, going through chapter 16, will be the story of the cross the story of conflict, and the story of the suffering Messiah. But Mark does something really interesting, and you'll see it up here on the screen. He gives us two hinge stories between each of the main sections. So if you think of the hinge of a door, it functions to connect what comes before it and what comes after it. And the two hinge stories on Mark are both stories of blind men. Now, if we go back to Mark 8.22, you'll find the story of the blind man that, that was, it's quite unlike any other miracle you'll find, where Jesus, he, he touches the blind man, and then he asks him a question. You remember that? He says, can you see? Like, why is Jesus asking, did it work? Surely he would know. And the man does see, I see, but people look like trees walking, and Jesus then gives him a second touch, and he sees then clearly. 
And I think that what that story is doing, it is telling us the nature of discipleship, that the disciples who walk on the way with Jesus are going to need a second touch if they're going to see. And so we've seen story after story where Jesus has been correcting the disciples' misassumptions, misplaced values, and he is getting them to see clearly both who he is and what his mission is. And so it is in the midst of these stories now we lead up to the story of another blind man who he will, I think, become for us an ideal disciple. We've seen lots of examples of what you ought not to do as a disciple, but Bartimaeus himself will serve as a good example of what we ought to do as disciples. This healing of Bartimaeus will be our final miracle in the Gospel of Mark. In fact, Mark, as he begins in our text this morning, he says that they came to Jericho. Now, as a reminder, back in 1032, it says they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going ahead of them. So the direction and the destination has been preset into the GPS. Jesus knows where he is going, and they arrive at Jericho. Jericho, if you are journeying towards Jerusalem, is the last stop. The, the final place where you rest for the night as you begin that final 18 miles heading uphill into Jerusalem. 